Thank you once again for joining us for God's News of the News. That's where we take a look at current events and look for a biblical perspective. And um, so uh, before we do that, though, i got to ask you to do three things. And those things are like, share, and subscribe because those are the things that smash the... Uh, the YouTube algorithm to get this out to more people. And obviously you can share it individually and share the link on your various social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, wherever, Instagram. Uh, and then you can do that as well. So thank you for doing that. All right. So this lesson uh, over the mark is how I start this out with. We all know that one of the most well-known issues in the Bible is the mark of the beast. You may not get a right answer about who Jesus is, if you mention 666, people know exactly what you're talking about. While the topic is universally known, the how, why, and when are not as easily determined. Uh, as technology advances, many people are thinking that such a mark is not that far away. I tend to agree. Lay prognosticators and prophecy aficionados alike are telling us what they think, basing their options on scientific updates. However, this has always been the case going back as far as even early Christians in the first century, uh, weighing in on their views. It certainly makes for an interesting reading, but really the only people who will undoubtedly know who those are and what the mark is going to be and making the decision to take the mark or not, those folks are going to be in the tribulation. Please, that shouldn't be you and me. Um, but, you know, regardless of that, um, we can all speculate if only to know what the last days is close by. Uh, the knowledge that one of the key mysteries of the tribulation is easier to solve. So we can get close and we can throw things out there. Regardless of what you feel about the rapture or going through the tribulation, we can still speculate now, and that's all we're really doing right now. <clears throat> Pay no attention to what they say. Uh, in a fact check article by Reuters on uh, September 29th of this year, they attempt to debunk the assertion that a recent application to patent Luciferes has nothing to do with the aforementioned mark of the beast. Strangely, they didn't argue with the fact that the patent was applied for and how it can be used, which is indeed to mark people as an identifier. So here is their quote-unquote verdict on the issue. They say this, misleading. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security did not apply for a patent for fusion proteins containing luciferase, or the, excuse me, they did apply for a patent for fusion proteins containing luciferase, but it is not related to the fallen angel Lucifer. So they're not disputing that they did this and how it works. They're just saying it isn't the mark of the beast. Well, I think we might, uh, uh, we might uh, differ on that. While, rather than debunk the claims, they ended up actually, in my mind, confirming it. They played some interesting word games in an attempt to try to calm down people uh, when what they deem to be conspiracy nuts who think the devil is literally in the details. Guess what? I think he is. So, all right. What is Luciferes? Now we're going to get a little technical here, but I think we have to do it. And why did all, the all-knowing spell check in my word processor now flag it? It's like, well, we may have to ask Bill Gates about that, who, intriguingly enough, actually figures into the whole conspiracy brouhaha. But I digress momentarily. Here is a rather dry and scientific explanation from the Reuters fact check article with big words and terms and all. Uh, Luciferase is an enzyme that produces light and is naturally found in insect fireflies and in luminous marine and terrestrial microorganisms. As explained here by National Ge Geographic, the chemical reaction that results in bioluminescence requires two unique chemicals, luciferin and either luciferase or photoprotein. Luciferin is the compound that actually produces light. In a chemical reaction, luciferin is called the substrate. The bioluminescent color, yellow in fireflies, greenish in lanternfish, 
is a result of the arrangement of lociferin molecules. Did you get all that? Well, in short, you can use this enzyme to mark people for whatever reason you like. Notably, all this started long before 2020 and for the same purposes, which is to note vaccine status. How? Thought you'd never ask. Dots and such. I will try and simplify all this, but if you want all the blah, 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 I'll put the link in the description of this, uh, of this uh, video. In essence, luciferis can make bioluminescent quantum dots that can take whatever form is desired and can then be scanned with a cell phone app once they are exposed by, say, an infrared light, and then information is known about the person in what we call an information tattoo. If you can't, pardon the pun, connect the dots on where this is headed, and allow me to give you more information from the National Institutes of Health, or NIH, which can be found at another link, which I will now put in the, uh, the description of the video. Uh, the article is titled, Biocompatible Near-Infrared Quantum Dots Delivered to the Skin by Microneedle Patches, Microneedle Patches uh, Record Vaccination, or the Record Vaccination. And here's a little quote that clearly fills in the dots. The puns will not stop no matter how much you protest. Uh, it says this, near-infrared fluorescent microparticles administered to the skin via dissolvable micro needle patches can record vaccine delivery. Think of it as a um, QR code. But wait, there's more. Uh, later in the article, they tell us this is a worthy use of a mark, such a mark. Vaccines are exceptionally safe and effective, saving an estimated 2 to 3 million lives annually. However, each year 1.5 million vaccine-preventable deaths occur due to under-vaccination, primarily in areas of the developing world with poor healthcare infrastructure. One key barrier to improving vaccination coverage in these regions is the inability to accurately identify the immunization status of infants given resource constraints which can affect the quality of care provided. These areas often lack accurate medical record-keeping systems and rely on vaccination campaigns to distribute vaccines. Paper vaccination cards or certificates are the most widely used records in the developing world but are subject to error and possessed by only 60% of all households in low- and middle-income countries. Without accurate vac vaccination records, healthcare professionals lack the data to make informed decisions about administering vaccines, often relying on parental recall. Then they listed the advantages of such a mark. One, the elimination of need for a widely accessible yet secure database of patient information. Two, lack of reliance on accurate patient identification and data entry by medical professionals. Uh, three, ability to make rapid determination of vaccination status. Four, elimination of vaccination fraud. Five, capacity for population level assessment of vaccine coverage. And six, minimal cost that is feasible to implement in low resource settings. Again, you can read more about it in yet another link that I will put in the description of the video. So all this information you can find out for yourself, but they say, hey, look, this is better for us because we don't have to rely upon paper records, what can get lost, and, you know, parent recall. It's like, you know, was I vaccinated? They're just basically saying it's better if we just have a mark on the person's body, and this is the way to do it. The gates are open, and if you think that's talking about a certain Bill Gates, well, the foundation is what we're going to talk about. Uh, who is leading the charge of funding all this research? In an article in the Scientific American in 2019, we find out the work was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and came about because of a direct request from Microsoft founder and philanthropist Bill Gates himself, who has been supporting efforts to wipe out diseases such as polio and measles across the world. 
Jacqueline X says that she's the one quoting this. If we don't have good data, it's really difficult to eradicate disease, she says. But Gates categorically denies its other potential uses. I've never been involved in any sort of microchip type thing, Gates said in the call with reporters on June 3rd, adding, it's almost hard to deny this stuff because it's so stupid or strange. Now, this is him talking about the mark of the beast, and he's never been involved in microchips. What the thing is, though, he didn't mention, he was kind of poo-pooing the microchip thing, but he didn't mention that it still is a mark. And so, a little word game there. Not only, he only, he only mentions microchips, like I said, not uh, these tattoos. He and others make fun of a common misconception about the mark of these, which many to this day think will be a chip put below the skin. But that isn't what is described in Revelation 13, 16 through 17. So now we're getting to the Bible and what it actually says. And this whole thing about a microchip probably isn't true based upon the language and the words that John the Revelator uses. Let's get into that. It is a visible mark. So that's why, uh, you know, a microchip would be underneath the skin, but he saw something. So there has to be something visible that he said he saw, and uh, we don't know the scientific, uh, the scientific terms of it, but he was able to see it. And uh, the word for mark is karagma, which is, means brand or mark, was originally, uh, was originally any impress on a coin or a seal used by an engraver on a die stamp branding iron Karagma later became the identification marker with an owner's unique brand mark, and there are many translations that just call it a tattoo. Some commentators say that the mark should be like getting a tattoo. An important point to made here is that John actually saw the mark. If he wanted to tell us that it was something put on the skin, there were terms he could have used to do so, such as the Greek word hypo, which means under, and where we get the word hypodermic. John had words in his vocabulary to describe a microchip-type process if that was what this was. Again, a simple examination of the words can tell us a lot, and this high-tech tattoo fills the bill nicely. So we're just trying to fill in gaps here. So we know from the original language in Revelation that it, he's, it, it was John saw something. Now, whenever he would say it was something like this, he didn't understand what he saw, but he clearly saw a mark, and he used the Greek word for a tattoo to explain it. He could have said hypodermic if it was something put underneath the skin. It's not that he lacked the ability to communicate that. So, now here's where I really want to get to. So the Luciferous dots, they can put into a barcode shape. And it's not the, it's not the, the, the Luciferes that's the issue. Uh, it's what it's trying to tell you. So, think, like I said before, think of a, a barcode put on somebody's arm or, or you know, right hand or forehead. Um, and then it, it's not visible until it, it is, is lit up with infrared uh, lighting. Uh, that can be seen now, and it will then for, take the former shape of, you know, like a QR code. And then it's where that app takes you to to get the information. That's the key to this whole thing. So if you begin to see, and this, of course, they want to use it exactly like this. They want it to be able to be seen and then the information is transmitted via the app by way of a barcode or a QR code, rather. That's how it's all set up. And that really is, is, is interesting because it does allow this thing to be, go to countries where they don't have the technology set up. All they have to do is go to people, inject them with this, and that's all they have to do. And, this, and according to, if you look at the different links that I gave you, or I will be giving you, uh, you will see that uh, that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Now, the other thing, too, is now you have to kind of go this way. 
uh, you know, if the app gives health information, vaccine information, and it's connecting to a server with what, what, what information they want you to know, there's no reason they can't have that go to any server they want, including buying and selling and the ability to do so. So again, this kind of fits it. But I want to tell you something right off the bat. This is not a place for fear. This is not where people need to go, oh my goodness, the mark of the beast is right around the corner. What am I going to do? No. We've known about this for, who knows, close to 3,000 years if we take the Old Testament uh, uh, information there. So we've known about this for a while, and it's not like a one-world government is surprising anybody. Of course, your mileage may vary on whether you think a one-world government is predicted, but I think there is. And... Um, so I think right now, I think this technology right here gets us as close as I've seen to actually putting out there and explaining what Revelation 13 and the Mark of the Beast is proposing. So that's just me. But like I said, there's no need to fear. Uh, we're not given to a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That word for sound mind means balance. We don't get too far to the left, too far to the right. We take all the information and we put it in con in in uh, in um, context. So that's what we need. So, as I said at the top, we won't be around for this. So fear isn't really needed. Even if you're in the tribulation, fear is not needed because you know not to take it. And really, the only mark or seal we should desire is a seal by the Holy Spirit. Uh, he sealed or marked us when we were saved, and as long as we have that mark. Will be just fine, and that actually I can prove that from the Book of Revelation about the different seals. There are the people that are sealed by God, and then there's this mark of the beast that's sealed by the Antichrist. So you gotta, you know, you gotta look and see which one you're gonna have to have. But if you're marked by the Holy Spirit now, you're fine. Okay, that's all I want to say. Um, <clears throat> and our allegiance is with His kingdom, and we should use this information. This is what I just gave to you. To witness to those who are not yet marked as one of God's children, hopefully get them to decide to change sides, so to speak. Prophecy can and should help us pick the interests of people in technology. Cited here can get these people to listen up. The Bible did foresee this time, and he predicted Jesus would come to offer us the opportunity to avoid ending up in hell. And yes, we can use the prophecies about his first coming to get folks to look for a second coming with the same hope that we have. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this, and information is knowledge, and uh, but uh, not using that knowledge is just potential. Knowledge is potential. Once we have it, what are we going to do with it? So I pray that we will take this and we'll, we'll do what we need to do, and we will prepare our lives and our hearts so that we don't end up taking the mark of the beast. We'll recognize it for what it is, and we will not even come close to taking it, but we're not fearful about it because you have already sealed us. Uh, so whether we, you know, Father, for those who believe in the rapture, live your lives without fear of this because you're not going to be taking it. If you believe there is no rapture or you believe that, you know, Father, there are those who don't believe in the rapture, that don't believe whatever, they will still have the hope that this is not something they should take and they can be sealed by you as a testament through the tribulation. Whichever way you go, don't be fearful. And then there are those people who need to hear about it. I pray that we'll use this information to go, hey, look, these prophecies are coming to pass. You can clearly see it is. And now let's talk about other prophecies in the Bible pointing to Jesus. If the Bible is correct on this, it's worth listening to the 
the prophesied uh, coming of the Messiah. So, Father, I pray you open our eyes regardless and let us see that we are living in the last days. And as it says in Luke, that when we see these happen, look up for our redemption draweth nigh. 